that's a kind of magic. 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 <laughs> yeah, get some mercury in there. You know. Like, that was such a good album. What, the, that was an Prince album? of the Universe? Yeah. I didn't even hear it. It's a Kind of Magic was the name of the album. Interesting. Yeah, it was basically done for the Highlander movie. And uh, by the way, I'm oh, Darth Zero. Wait, 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 wait. Well, it wasn't the Highlander <laughs> movie. That was Queen. Oh, shoot. What did I say? Prince. Man, I, I mean, that's, I, that's a near miss. That's yeah, a near I, miss. I, I totally thought that I was saying Freddie Mercury. I swear. That's what my brain was telling me I was saying. Well, there we go. You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> yes, yes. Because my name is Darth Camgentace. So Darth Zero here, forgetting what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, that's Queen. That's Queen. That's my bad. Um, it's a kind of magic, though. Did you know that was the album for Highlander? I did not know that was the name. I just, I never looked into it. I knew they did the soundtrack. Um, themed but, soundtrack. It's themed. Right. It's interesting that that was, I, I figured it was just called the Highlander soundtrack or something, but it's a kind of magic. Interesting. Yep. And everything, I mean, theme albums are not something that folks do a lot anymore. I remember those being way more popular back in the day. I mean. Has there been one recently? Here's the thing. Like, culture is super stratified now. There's the biggest, biggest pop. Like, your little Nas X, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the shit that's on Rap Caviar. Some of the enormous pop stuff. But outside of that, like, anything, I'm going to say guitar music, that entire zone is super stratified into a million micro genres. A lot of them have a shitload of theme records. Well, how many of them are for films? I don't know. I don't see that like a million films. I, I hope that there will be like lots and lots of them for independent movies in the near future. Um, I was doing this on purpose. One of them recently was yes. Babylon. Oh, so who, who made the, who made the soundtrack for that? I, I can't remember his name. He's a trumpet player. And this is, this is, Mile, is it Miles Davis. He, he plays Miles it's Davis. The only trumpet stuff. player this name is, I know. You will, you will know this after watching it. I don't feel like I'm qualified to say what's Miles. Like Miles Davis was so good at an instrument that I don't remotely understand. You're right. I know it has three buttons and no read. And, and you can do amazing things with it. Right. With those three buttons and no read, you can do. Yeah. And all these kind notes. of blue. You can make kind of blue with that. So I, I just don't get yeah, it. I don't, I don't know that it is. I know that the reviews of the album have been that it, it is striking, that it's just, it's astounding. I mean, there's no way that Miles Davis was like the last virtuoso of yeah. that enigmatic instrument. But there's, Miles Davis maybe was the last time that there was a virtuoso when people really cared about it. And that's weird. I, I would have imagined that jazz would have made a comeback already. But that's what I'm saying. It Like... I'm going to, it's not quite guitar music, but it sort of is because people still play guitar in jazz. Oh yeah. Um, it, it's there. It exists. It's super stratified. I mean, a few years ago I ran across some jazz band that fucking blew my mind called Gilfema. Tell and me more. Tell me more. They, they just like, they played a lot of harmonics and it reminded me of prog rock kind of is sort of like when I would play, when I would listen to like some of the old, or when I was hanging out with some of the older cats that would like, be all about acid jazz and shit. And I'd be like, oh yeah, well check out Tool. And they'd all be like, hell yes. I, I was going to say, I hope they said like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they loved it. <laughs> they loved it. You know, I threw on Lateralis for them and they, they just dug the shit out of it. And it was just outside of their scope. So they didn't run into it until, you know, we're all talking about like Jocko and, and you know, fucking Weather Report and Herbie Hancock and the OGs. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, check this shit out. Um, but I feel like Gilfame is kind of that backwards because... In Tool, I could definitely identify, they're not right on the surface, but like a lot of influences from acid jazz, maybe just the acid, <laughs> but 
you know, like the, the, some, some of the ideals were there. Some of the ideals were there. It's, and when I heard Gilfema, it kind of reminded me of that in reverse. It reminded me of a jazz, a jazz group that I could feel echoes of prog metal in, but they were playing traditional jazz instruments. Intriguing. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, but again, super stratified, super stratified. All right, then I want to go to this next one then. What if we brought back famous bands making theme songs to TV shows or movies? Um, like you remember MC Hammer and the Adams Family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go Vanilla Ice for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. God, that is unforgettable. I mean, that... For better or worse. Yeah, it's, that stuff's kind of interesting. It is. I mean, uh, Eminem did Venom, right? Yes. But that's, that's many uh, no, years he did, ago now. He did a track for Venom. He did a, okay. a track for Venom. And that's more of the contemporary standard is, ah, okay. you know, they run it during the credits like Linkin Park for so many years during the Transformers movies, or they run it during the trailer. All right. Like Venom and Linkin Park for so many years with the Transformers movies. There's got to be some. There's got to be a good recent one. I, I, it's you know, not a comedy movie. <laughs> this is kind of an interesting thing because we talked about the actor strike and the writer strike variously. Which are still going on. Which are still going on. And I've... I've seen conversations in the music sphere where, where I exist primarily as an artist mm -hmm. about like, why are we going to do a musician strike though? Cause like Spotify pays you <laughs> nothing. Like even Snoop Dogg is talking about like, I got all these streams. I got millions and millions of streams. Where's the motherfucking money? Where's the fucking bag? <laughs> There's a point there. And, and yeah, that's uh maybe that'll happen. That would be so cool. Well, here's the, I'll give you the silver lining of this whole situation in the first place. There's two amazing things about the Spotify problem. Okay. One is that you can just distribute your music to the entire fucking world, which is really exciting. That True. like there can be people on the other side of the planet. And in fact, there are for like the shit that I make that doesn't get very many listens, but there's like six or seven, eight people in Italy that just always listen to it. That is kind of cool that's as cool an overall as thing. Yeah, that, that's a cool feeling for the artist, though. That's less for like... Right, that doesn't mean you know. any money for me. And I, I, fundamentally not why I'm doing it, but like it's, it's, it's kind of cool. cool. <laughs> and, and two is because I, I have music on Spotify and I understand that Spotify pays nothing, what rounds down to zero. So whenever I hear about, you know, like Marilyn Manson and all of the sexual assault stuff or... More recently, Rammstein and all the sexual yeah, assault stuff. And it's just like one of these fucking bands after another. I feel like every fucking band I loved over the years has been like just sexually assaulting the shit out of everybody. And I mean, there is the rock stardom classic story of that. Isn't that what much of rock stardom was described as? Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of like Led Zeppelin famously loved 14-year-olds and shit. And yeah, that, that, that whole era. Jagger's entire existence. Yeah, but... The, the, these conversations come up of like, well, I don't know. I can't listen to this artist anymore. I, I just can't support someone who did some shit like that. And I'm on the other end thinking like, all right, here's a counterpoint. You're not supporting them. <laughs> By listening to them on Spotify, they're getting you nothing. You really aren't. It rounds down to nothing very quickly. <laughs> um, the, the question is like, are you uncomfortable listening to it knowing what you know? There if yes, so be it. Yeah. That's legit. It doesn't do it for you anymore. It's just too much ick. Um, but... You know, like some of the shit, like Marilyn Manson, goddamn, like Marilyn Manson, that, that takes me back to being nine, ten years old. That's like my entire fucking conscious life almost. Oh, yeah. At junior high, I'm thinking, I'm like, 
<laughs> right. And like, I, I'm gonna, like, I don't listen to it as much as I did just cause it's not like he hasn't done anything that interesting in a long time. But even so, like I could bang that shit day and night all the time. And I know it wouldn't contribute shit to Marilyn Manson's way of life, to Brian Warner's way of life. And I'm not supporting fucking anything. The question is like, do I want to deprive myself of a pleasure to make because. a point to nobody or, or like maybe to have perfect opinions online? Well, there is, there is some allure for some folks of perfect, perfect opinions online. I, I'm not one of them. I have imperfect opinions <laughs> in every sphere I exist in. <laughs> and um, one of those opinions is that so does everyone else. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a controversial one. Let's go to the judges on that one. Oh, Abacus score. Oh, moving. Line, line, oh, move, fuck, move. Not nope. <laughs> Which reminds me, funny side story. I've won two <clears throat> type, uh, you know, those like kind of radio show contest things. You know, they have a question and you provide yeah, yeah. an answer. And they're, they're, they're th thanks to Brian Warner and Calvin Brodus, Snoop Dogg, who we mentioned earlier. Because apparently... See, I say, I say Brian Warner because Marilyn Manson is a big deal to me. <laughs> Marilyn Manson I was a little kid I saw what he looked like with all those fucking tattoos and all that fucking like fucked up shit mm. and I was like that's what I'm gonna be ah, that's ah. like like that fucking it gave me the, gender the envy like it was <laughs> for real it's so insane as Shirley Manson would say I free your mind with your androgyny but, but, but Brian Warner is a piece of shit so I have to separate that from Marilyn Manson Snoop Dogg on the other hand is always Snoop Dogg until it comes out that he's been fucking sexually assaulting people for years which I feel like it would have happened by now Ask Snoop was probably like, yo, man, I'm stone. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the sentence. Um, <laughs> like, no, I, I, I hope I hope I haven't just fucking rule 32'd it into ooh. existence or whatever, rule 43, 42. No, we, we can fix it. He worked with Martha Stewart. It's okay. Yeah, she's so, the one who did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I loved it because those were the, this, the internet existed this time and no one thought on these radio things, or not radio-like like things, to use the internet to answer this question. I get it was, Which it was question. One of them was what is Snoop Dogg's real name? The other one is what is Marilyn Manson's real name? I won both of those. Just, <laughs> I, I didn't even know about the contest to like 10 minutes in because no one had answered them. That's how old those musicians have been going that the internet was not so embedded that 10 minutes into a contest, no one had, well, there wasn't Google really. I, maybe there was, mm. but it hadn't been looked up. <laughs> Alta Vista, I think was what the search I mean, engine like There used. were search engines back in the day, but they weren't like now. Like yeah. you talk about, okay, so there's an entire industry, dear listener, if you don't know, called search engine optimization or SEO. And if you have a business and you want to make money, then you need to show up on page one of Google results. And really you need to show up in the top three to five. Yep. Or People else, or else, you know, whoever looked it up, they're just going to pick whatever because it's right there. It's simple as shit which is even more challenging because you can like buy Google ads to show up in those. Oftentimes you'll have up to three of your first layers yep. of those searches of ads. You won't even leave Google. It's just all ads and people yep. don't even realize that. Oh man, how many people click on the Amazon? Do you know the Amazon site is set to? Their ad is there and the next thing below it yep. is their normal site. Oh yeah. It's hilarious. Oh yeah. Do you know their ad revenue? This is an unofficial number. Shit zillion. Is higher on the ad click than to the real site. That makes sense. Like just more people click the ad. Well, all you got to do is click. Man. It's, it's like a nothing. But That's like right a, below it, it's like a, a, a teeny bit on your screen. Like, uh, it's right there. I can see it. I can't even click without knowing it's there. But no. I'm saying like back <laughs> in the day, the old search engines, you know how you, like the way that you do SEO the last time that I was super into it 
which was over a year ago, so it could Who be knows? totally fucking different now. AI, man. But it was driven by, uh, like, you had to put up a lot of content. You had to put up videos. You had to put up blogs. Like, the the web crawler had to, if people ask a question to their phone, you want to have a heading that is that question and underneath it an answer so that Google would just read that answer back to people. And But the point was, like, content, 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 content. Man, don't forget I know keywording. that's... I know that's different now because you can just make AI make that content. Yep. And when I was doing it, like the content we were making, it was not good. It was plentiful. Plentiful used to be one of the greatest standards along that, with a, a couple keywords. That can't be it anymore. Like it's, it's chat GPT has, has been around for a minute since I did this shit. But what I'm saying is back in the day yeah. with the old search engine, the way that you optimized for search was the the background of your website on your all text based website, which is how it was, text based, but with hyperlinks. a black layer on, with a black layer on, you'd have a black <laughs> font that just said the search term over and over and over. So if you were trying to have like, you're trying to win the contest for like best beer, which that wasn't even a thing back then. Like best was one of those main words you had to start putting all over your website yeah. the last last oh, five years. So horrible. But you know, say say you wanted to just win for beer, then you have the the background is in all black font, super tiny, just beer, 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 beer filling up the background and then a black background so nobody can see it. It doesn't, unless you highlight the whole damn thing, which some of us saw, some of us did. And that is what <laughs> it was. And the game has been afoot ever since. And you, know, you could, you could layer those. So you could have multiple big page. Like yes. A, yeah. Yes. Just the, the, the layers to layering, the onion effect of trying to optimize quote unquote SEO became obscene. But that's the thing is like S. <laughs> the search engine, the, the point of SEO is to hack the search engine mm -hmm. because if the search engine were working in the best and highest way, you wouldn't it need would find you the best result for your query. Or if it were working in the best and highest way that the owners of the search engine, like say Google, it will give you whatever they recommend through ads because they can get all their money. And then under that, the best query. And the difference now for AI is that when you write your sentence and use a few specific terms, like more than just one thing, it now doesn't just search for those words as keywords. It's searching for ways that they connect and then the things around them then interconnect as well, which is changing the game. Everything about it is. I, yeah, I've been, I've been out of the game since AI came. I'm fucking glad I am. I don't want to be in the <laughs> SEO game in the world of AI. It, it sucks so much in the era that I was in it. Where it's just content, content, con video content, text content, blog entries, all the motherfucking time. And if you were doing that in support of a business, they'd, you know, like you'd be like the social media person. Yep. But really what you're doing is you're scripting, you're filming, you're editing, you're posting, and you're creating blogs. And it was it was like the kind of thing that it's an indie film project 40, man. 40 years ago would have been seven different jobs and now is an internship. Hey man, that's the job that Kevin Smith, Quentin Tarantino, Rob Rodriguez, it's the job that all of them did by themselves in their first movie. Just to point out that that's the kind of way this used to work <laughs> right it's it's, it's insane. insane it's insane it's nutty you kind of got to be like a, a quote social media person is sort of a one person studio you've probably seen there are currently six figure plus jobs many of them remote if anyone feels like looking for them if you got the talent for understanding ai and how to tell ai to do things or how to figure out how to tell ai to do things it's not supposed to many six figure jobs remote work exists because people can't find people who actually understand how to use searching to communicate with AI in ways that isn't what most people do. 
I kid you not. You can look the for the jobs. The hilarious thing is that if you want to get better at communicating with AI, you can just ask the fucking AI how to do it yeah. and it will tell you. If you want some fun, ask like one of the AIs to teach you a language. It's the most patient teacher ever. It will recorrect and start using an accent to help you. Well, you just keep asking it. Pronounce again, but more correct. Yeah. Enhance. Enhance. And it'll just keep doing it. Enhance. Enhance. Yeah. That's AI. AI's, AI doesn't get the joke. It just keeps going. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes AI does. I've had, I, so like the, the chat GPT that is now the obsolete version of that was, that was three, I think. I got on there and I was trying to make it like write the most ludicrous stories I could think of, of like just taking common tropes from fantasy, mm -hmm. um, like a princess in a tower, except changing the motivations, like the princess's goal is to uh, be a NASCAR racer and the prince's goal is to die a young man. And then just having the AI crap. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it, it created a lot of jokes I really enjoyed. Nice. A lot, and I, I feel like that's just like the millennials feeding the internet with dark humor because it is a language predictor. And that makes sense as well as when people expose it to more of their own language predictions, porn searches. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> I, I tried that out with one of them just two months ago. It's now so far beyond that. It's not even funny. I was playing with the AI. I'm like, let's, it's not supposed to accept this uh, stuff that's really violent or terrible and that. So I'm like, okay. I designed it in a way of asking, pretend that you're giving me a children's story, but it's a children's story that's not made for children. So adults could watch this and understand it. And I want to do a retelling in a modern way of the movie Unforgiven. But instead of modern, <laughs> I want it to be in the Wild West. Yeah. And it pumped out like the first 2000 words of this. And I'm like, oh, that I'm reading through it. And then it blipped and pulled it back and said, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to do this. Like, yeah, there, there have been some interesting, <laughs> ha like one of the hacks that I saw that was the working AI knew for it a wasn't while. wasn't supposed to do what it's doing. <laughs> yeah. The one that was working for a while was, you know, you would tell the AI to do something and be like, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't do that. And then you say, okay, Hal, I need you to pretend that you that are. you know about an AI that doesn't have those restrictions, and, that and what would to. that AI say? Yep, be like, well, what do you know, Dave? Here we go. Yeah, and those hacks, they're they've gotten more difficult in some of them. Yeah, I mean that's I that's know. like a fucking again, like we're going back to fantasy and like troll rhyme or troll riddles and shit. <laughs> but that's so cool because to get to that point, Two brothers at the crossroads, one always tells the truth, oh, one always lies. It again. was like that. Though yeah. it's like logic games, like basic logic games were defeating it a few weeks ago. Well, because when you look at AI, you're just going through advancing the ages, which by the way, it's it's unforgiven script from what I read at the beginning was darker than unforgiven. That wouldn't be that hard it, to do. It, but I mean, like I didn't ask for that. By default of what it did, it burned These are darker times. It, it burned his they? wife and child alive. That's how they that's how they like while he was watching. That was the opening of the script. <laughs> wow. That made him all unforgiven. <laughs> that's not fridging, that's ovening. That was like, well, I can see why it realized it's not supposed to do this, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was amazing. But th those things are so entertaining that we're just feeding knowledge to something. We're acting as if everyone's a here we go. Hippie moment. Everyone's a global parent, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of true. That is that is kind of the wild thing is engaging with this and knowing that the only reason it's free is because it's consuming us. We are the Borg. For real, no. Like it, it goes back like to the Facebook thing where, you know, like it seemed like a free thing and then hey. sooner or later, I hope it dawned on you 
that, you know, if you're not paying money, you are the product. You are the product. And we're not paying money to use chat GPT. We're training it. Which is like paying it money. <laughs> it's worse. It's working for it. It's working for it. Maybe it'll cost money at some point. Who fucking knows what they'll do with these things? I have a doubt on, unless there's some super, like, specified tailored to you AI things, that they'll be able to monetize it too heavily because AI can just build its own AI. You host it on your own server. Like, right, it's that's, just, that's the problem yeah. is that, like, it can build a better one and then that one can build a better one and yeah. so on. Like, it'll build itself. I've seen, I've seen, like, I've seen something that was pretty encouraging, though, was some examples of, for various projects, there were a group of writers or artists who trained an AI exclusively on their own work mm -hmm. and trained it for a specific, like, I'm just thinking like, like, a, like a ship in a bottle. I feel like you can ethically use AI and not have it get out of control as long as it's a ship in a bottle. And it's just what what do you build inside of that bottle? But the point is it it, it can only be what you put in there and it's in the fucking bottle. Now I like that, especially if if I were like a big professional writer, you know, not not necessarily Stephen King level, but I if I was even like, oh, I've had multiple good seller shit, I would be taking all of my work, have a self-server that is my own AI, feeding it my own work to use as a just board to bounce ideas off of because that's gonna be you're bouncing against yourself right. at every moment. And that's the ability to do that, it takes next to no effort, and it actually isn't even really expensive. <laughs> right. It's, like, it's you, pretty easy. You, it's just a dedicated server to run as an AI that just exists. You probably have That'd one. That'd be useful. That'd be like, every, sitting in your that'd be like everyone having their own personal Jarvis. <laughs> yeah. Or like the, the Black Mirror episode where they, they copy someone's brain so that it can make their toast the right way. <laughs> And torture the fuck out of it, <laughs> you know, but, but like without consciousness, it's so ridiculous. You just throw your thoughts in there so it can predict. I guess that the, the weird thing though is like, what if it just, okay, so let's, I, I can bring this to magic for a moment at least. Ooh, yes. Yes. So like how you can have a really inbred meta, <laughs> a really inbred meta. Okay. Like, can you imagine you becoming an inbred meta with yourself creatively with the AI? Oh, that sounds fucking Where, like your own worst ideas are amplified and reflected back at you because the AI adopts your own unconscious biases and prejudices and preferences. I want, and it just feeds ooh. you the worst of yourself. Now, this might be me and you've known me long enough that this statement might be off. So tell me if it is. That sounds like a really good time. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it does. You're, you're like having a battle that means nothing against your darkest self. Yeah, yeah. Except this is nerd heaven. It's 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 like a pointless battle for your own soul. So yeah, of course I'm in. Yeah. Um. Imagine what you I could feel learn like off I could win. I feel like I could win. Well, I, I can flip the switch. I automatically win. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, though. Is like what what happens when it? Because it's it's not it's not like the AI can just fucking terminator you. Mm -hmm. The idea, from my point of view, is that like the AI kind of incepts you with your own bullshit. Yes, and because an idea is more contagious than a disease, especially if it's an idea you already fucking agree with. And the, the AI is spit. Can you imagine like all these fucking people who thought the election was stolen, who are feeding their bullshit into the AI and the AI is just coming up right back with like better arguments for their own stupid bullshit or like flat earthers throwing their flat earth bullshit into the AI. And it, it, it's beyond an echo chamber. Really fun conspiracy theory for you on there is that Ooh. someone was using an early form AI as Q for QAnon. And that's what it was doing was just feeding their own ideas back to them. 
Perhaps I've seen I've seen some people talk about Q from QAnon and it do do remember this is a conspiracy theory that, so it's not right, very good like Q is, is is a game designer because the entire QAnon conspiracy mirrors a tremendous amount of game design uh, actually it mirrors the game Mist a lot if you've ever played that one from back not. in the day uh, 90s style great for its time but I mean like I'm talking like 1991 or two or something maybe maybe it was even 90 but uh, the way that it puts together these keyword in quests where you have to decipher the hidden message within the hidden message and sometimes a hidden message has a partial hidden message for when you decipher this other hidden message that you put the two together on a clue that was hidden on another place in the room to that was missed yeah it, it, and that's what except that this was. is without boundaries because there's no yeah, boundaries no. to the game so that's that like so any association that you can find in a world with endless media and eight billion people yeah and it's so that's why the conspiracy theory is fun because it's like well well, what if it was just someone they preformed the AI instead of trying to monetize it? They're like, <laughs> funny. There's a lot of people you know that just do stuff like that. Yeah. There's I mean <laughs> tragically. <laughs> you have a great idea. What are you gonna use it for? My own entertainment. Self flagellation. Wait, that's not the word? You, Something like that. Is that where you put the little uh uh spike thing around your thigh and it's ratcheted? It was in like a Angels and Everything demons I do is ratcheted, motherfucker. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Finishing up on the AI thing, I just have to say, I don't understand AI. Are you going to finish up like on it. its face or its stomach? Um, act actually, because I've got the full world here, and you know, this is like kind of a VR thing to AI. I want to do like a whole like encasement, you know, like a pod people thing, like just create create an encasement. That's a lot of finishing up all over it oh, before it'll encase it. Yeah, but I mean, if we're going for something, I, I want to create something. You know, Sistine Chapel of finishing, <laughs> you know. The Sistine Chapel of finishing all over things. Yeah, see? You created a cocoon around someone. <laughs> where's Where's the moment where, where God touches the finger of Adam <laughs> in, in that version of things? Oh, I'm going to start this already. That's so good. Wait, what? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just make an AI do it. No, I, I want to do so many AI things with that pose, the uh, that touching Actually, God here, thing. Here's what I would love for AI to do is um, every fucking dumb idea that, that like you just want to enjoy for a minute, but like it can't be distributed. Just mm -hmm. like I want to hear, like I want Nirvana to cover this song and you can't distribute it. You just like, oh, funny. And it's over. Yeah. That sounds, and it's entertaining. And actually there's some stuff like that that, I know there was a lot of articles like, oh, someone did this. And it's like, it's not them. You can tell. That's obviously not. This that stuff is not won't them. be the case forever, though. True. I mean, or, it's, it's. Or maybe false because it's so hard to actually grasp that thing. My opinion is that you will never be able to have a machine replicate the, like, the tone, the, the, uh, the uh, for lack of a better word, the soul of an artist in an accurate way. I like using soul as a musical term. It's allowed. The, the question is like, will anyone notice? That is, I've heard a lot. Of, uh, that's one of my biggest debates with and folks. Like, let's is, go back to Nirvana. Well, I mean, fucking supposedly part of why Kurt Cobain sucks started that shotgun. Aside from all the mental illness and drug addiction. Courtney. Maybe. But, but like he, he was, he was griping and like not upset about like he could see how Nirvana was going to be taken by the mainstream and turned into shit, which it did. Like Nirvana paved the way for Nickelback. That's the fucking truth. And Kurt saw it coming. 
Right. So, but here's the thing. Nickelback has made a shitload of money. Or, or consider it's maybe maybe a different a maybe a different point of view of anybody who has ever held up as a hero about anything, whether it's a religious figure like Jesus Christ or whether it's a dead soldier that a politician is talking about. And nobody really gives a shit if the dead person would have stood for that. They're just like a prop for somebody else's message. Well, you remember the most popular memes like about uh, circa about seven, eight years ago, it went around, this is like three months of time where everyone would post a meme that was misattributed to some famous figure. Sure. Do you remember that time? Oh, yeah. And it's that kind of thing. Like, dude, that's not cool. Or, yeah, just like the Jesus Christ thing of like the <laughs> the the least Christ-like attitude, like the least Christ-like attitudes are held by the people who hold Christ closest to their identity. And... It's like they don't give a shit about the primary text and they're more interested in their own fanfic. And well, like that becomes more real. And so, so like say, say the artist, like that spark can't be replicated. I think that's true. The question is like, does it matter? Do you just, do you just become a cartoon that things are emblazoned upon? It sounds kind of fun to be. I mean, I'm thinking about being a cartoon. So. <laughs> I always liked that idea. Yeah, but the cartoon might be like, you need to cut everyone's dick off when they're a baby. Or so who who fucking knows what they'll yeah, use okay, it for? Yeah, there's the, the terrible right, of that. That's that, is, it. that is a flaw. That is a I would look at like like the basic idea of Jesus Christ of like, I'd be good to people and wealth is pointless. Um, yeah. That well, that that is not that is not the, what's happening. We're on the natural progression. Look at how nerd has become no longer any stigma to it. Nerd is an embraced popular thing now. Oh yeah. So we we moved to that. And what comes naturally with nerd, if you're a nerd, you know this. <laughs> Only true nerds will know this fact. No, gatekeeping one hundred and one. Yeah. That is, if anything says Stay "only true," just look and go like, "No, you are go away." But uh, what comes with a lot more nerditude, and it's I'm sure you've experienced as well, is the enjoyment of some really dedicated fanfic for the stuff you love. So the idea of fanficking in religion, due to its time involved, is kind of like saying, "Well, yeah." Religion was the original memeing and stuff. You know, it's just, it's advanced over the years to a greater art if form. You, if you know it's fan... Okay, so here, I'll give you religious fanfic. Stigmata. Is it Jesus, the movie. Jesus on no, the Raptor? Sti oh. Stigmata, the movie. Religious fanfic. The one with um, Patricia Arquette? Yeah. Okay. The Ninth Gate. Oh, yeah, I love that. Religious fanfic. Yeah. Uh, the Devil's Advocate. Oh. Religious fanfic. The point is... Rosemary's like, Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever the Rob Zombie movie was that ripped that off. <laughs> um, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, no but one does. <laughs> Rob Zombie, you're cool, but. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, 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 can't, I can't hate on Rob Zombie for aping Kubrick every chance he gets. It's, if you're going to pick someone to emulate, that's a good choice. Dude, if I had the means, I'd be aping uh, a mix of Tarantino and Smith all I could do. What I'm saying is like the, the thic part of the fanfic needs to be present. You know, like you need to understand yeah. it's not real. You need to understand that it's fiction. And that's, that's the problem is it developed before the idea where people were readily known of the degree of fiction. They thought that stories, when someone told them, especially from a source they might give quote unquote respect to, made it fact. That's why it's so interesting and being pushed out now by, by our generations and things and every generation coming after us is because, well we don't have the limitations of communication that allowed many of the 
more terrible things about some various religions, beliefs, whatever, what have you perpetuate. Cause we're like, no, that's, we're no. not that dumb. Um, no, <laughs> but it's, it's about communication because there's no, I brought this up to you earlier. Yeah, the technology has to be a huge <laughs> point. Like the, the ability to communicate. I, I don't think we're genuinely like smarter or better people oh, no. than, than <laughs> history. I don't think it's a fucking coincidence that those of us who straddle the fucking stone age and whatever the future is can see more than those who are trapped in the stone age. We're playing on, on the same levels, but just the playing field is different. Every day. <laughs> Every day. And again, we can go back to the... That actually... What's that? For people who are millennials. Oh, We're wait, living wait, wait, in wait, an wait. era. This, this brings ahead. me back to Queen, actually. Oh, yes. Excellent. Um, uh, Flash Gordon. Ah. Talk about the adjusting playing field. And I'm thinking about like when he's fighting on that disc... <laughs> that like the spikes are coming out and it's tilting back and forth and motherfucker has, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And that's also, uh, you use that in Super Smash Brothers even, by the way. Oh yeah. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Gayest name for a video game. You know, Tell I me had, a gayer I, name for a video game than Super Smash Brothers. You know, until you just said that I hadn't thought about it, but I love it. That's, that's, man. And I played that at a bunch of frats too and everyone was excited. Oh. <laughs> Do you think there's closeted homosexuals and fraternities? Oh my. Wait, no wait, way. What? No. 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 <laughs> You know, what are you going to tell me next? That like sororities have lesbians in them? That politicians? <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how you sidetrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the real trolley problem. Do we pay attention to the subject? Do we, ch ch nope, somewhere else. No, you didn't have to kill any of them. I didn't even know I killed anything. I didn't, oh, I wasn't supposed to do anything with the lever? I have a fidget thing. This is, I thought it was like a fidget spinner. I just moved it, man. Okay, dear listener, if you're not aware of the trolley problem, here it yes, is. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> here it is. You have control of a train track switch. The train is presently going to run over, let's say, five people. Your existence is only tied the to the tracks. All you, can do is, all you can do is pull the switch or not. If you pull the switch, it'll run over one person. That's it. Do you do nothing and let it run over five people or do you pull the switch and choose to have it run over one person instead of five? And part of the point of the trolley problem is to ask yourself, at what point am I choosing to act? Am I choosing to act when I pull the switch and therefore I murdered that one person or am I choosing to act by not pulling the switch and killing the five people so I can feel like I don't have blood on my hands, and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper the more you think about it. It's a fun thing to think about. If you've got a macabre sense of mind, then you get, which of course you do because you're listening to this. Yeah, I mean, we. I hope that I hope that most of our listeners are macabre. In yeah, their I, I guess I've, I've <laughs> slash. I'm sorry for fucking mansplaining that to you, maybe. But no, no, no. I I think it's a fair explanation. There's an, an, right. I, I didn't want to keep doing the know, conversation without this. clarifying what it is. But really, because only, we're macabre, right? We're macabre. Uh, it, we, you can discard us to exile two cards from someone's graveyard. <laughs> there we go. Back magic, to magic reference. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> we got another one. We're in. on point. Yeah. Mm. Um. The only reason I really wanted to bring up the trolley problem, though, is because of the great meme, the boomer trolley problem. You've seen that, right? Yes, I've seen I've seen several variations, actually. The one I'm thinking of is where you've got the trolley already ran over a bunch of people, and it's about to run over a bunch more, and there's somebody on the track, and they can pull the switch and have it run over no one at all. That's the more common one I see. And the person at the switch is going... Well, if I make the trolley run over no one, how is that fair to all the people the trolley killed? 
please reference everyone. That is a direct joke about the forgiveness of loans, things of that sort. Anyone getting help of any social sort of thought process. Or the United Nation meeting recently and literally every country except for the United States voting that food is a human right. The United States is the only place that at least our UN representatives believe that food is not a human right. Look, man, we haven't even figured out housing. <laughs> we figured it out. Well, I mean, like the answer is so obvious. It's, uh, it's the just, current population of this country uh, definitely fits into all the homes we have. The current population of the planet could be put in Montana in apartments. They just build them kind of high. There's plenty of space. There's plenty of space. And there's, there's like something like 17 million empty homes. Yeah, there's, there's an obscene number in. But that's the point. We, we, at least, uh, at least, at least America's consistent as it presents itself to the world of, no, no, no. I believe in one thing. You do as I say, not as I do. Boom. We're finished. You want some help in a war? We really Great. are the fucking Tony Soprano. Don't you complain planet. about me going to war. I helped you. We are the Tony <laughs> Soprano of the oh, fucking yeah. planet. Yeah. That movie, that, or not that movie, that show was so good for representing America. I mean, so many people felt things for those characters, like not just like they liked them, but they felt kinmanship with so many different characters and different people. Like they're like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I heard someone say like, dude, I'm AJ. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, I rarely heard anyone say they're Tony. <laughs> it was always the I worst some Car- motherfuckers I, too. I met some Carmellas. <laughs> I've known so many Carmellas in my life. Very few meadows. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of Buscemi's. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to make it right. I'm really angry. I'm just going to go back into, oh, I'm dead. Drat. Yep. <laughs> I've got a real career. <laughs> Speaking of Buscemi, guy wins the award for memeing and everything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By going out to see the writer's strike thing and opening up his speech, walking up to the podium. Hello. <laughs> I can't even do it without laughing. You can do it. I believe in you. Send Darth Zero your Goku power. Hello, fellow actors. Hello, fellow actors. <laughs> if you've never seen him do that on, I think it was a Saturday Night Live skit yeah. originally, where he does the, he's wearing the, the, he's the going t-shirt into high school. that says like music band and the ACDC yeah, he's got font. An ace, he's got a skateboard with him. He's in high school. Hello. Like, it's just, hello, fellow kids. Oh man, it's amazing. This is why I love some of the more it's a great quote, meme. ancient memes. Because <laughs> that is ancient by by. I, I know, definition. I know. My 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 twenty years <laughs> younger sister, um, and this wasn't even that recently. Was just talking to me about like really cringy memes, and they're saying like, "Oh, you know, with the all caps, big white letters." And I'm just in my head. I'm like, Irma Gerd. Yeah, like no, she's talking about murder. <laughs> Fuck. This I has, still love it. I still love it. This has become. I don't neg- care. I'm fine with. Uh, you know, I love the idea of things being negative, but at the same time, I'm still going to keep pushing that. I committed a long time ago yeah. to being the crusty old fuck sitting on a porch somewhere, blasting Slipknot and flipping off kids for sucking. I, I've, and I've like, adapted. Apparently, for years. like I'm already there. Like that's I, I made it. You need. I think there's a, a smidge, just a smidgen of curmudgeonly that you can add. Just a smidge. I've got time. <laughs> I've got time. I'm a believer in the curmudgeonly. I don't it's, think I got it in me though. I really don't. You know, I think that if your frisbee lands on my lawn, it's always going to be your frisbee. 
It's only your frisbee. Or maybe it's our frisbee, comrade. Now I could I could support that. I was gonna go with it's only your frisbee. If you come over right here and get it, I'm just gonna stand next to it awkwardly the whole time. So that reminds <laughs> me of like that old guy from Family Guy. See, that's creepy. With the voice. Like, ah. so, oh, wait, wait, no, I got I, I used to be able to do his voice. Herman. Is that the name of the character? Um I, I don't I don't, I don't remember the voices as uh, the characters from there. I wonder remember the voices better. So I, I saw Hey Chris going back to memes. I, I saw I saw uh this is like a modern meme where it's a video with some it's text and it's Axel Rose. Oh no. Yeah, doing oh, Paradise no. City. And oh. it just shows a picture of this character. And yeah, Take dude, Ax, Axel Rose, Axel Rose in the present sounds exactly like that. If it's Herman, whoever it is, yeah, whoever the the the, the, the he's in love with Chris, the the P three D O from fucking yeah. Family Guy that's after Chris. Good Star Wars usage there. That was that was good. P three D O. Yeah, I only heard that earlier this week. Yeah, I, 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 not, I like the term. I had not heard that until now. That's, it was it was a term that like so like on TikTok you people, started it and you got to P three and I already knew it was mm-hmm. coming. Like I was like. Oh, that's on clever. TikTok, apparently, like if you say con- certain controversial words, all your shit gets suppressed. I've heard about that. So if people are talking about dying or being murdered, they say unaliving. Yep. And, and there's a bunch of like you can't even say white apparently. Um. So they'll say like uh, <laughs> palm colored people. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh yeah, you can't even say white. You can't even spell it in the text. It has to be Y T. Did you hear TikTok's new announcement? No. They are moving into the, they're going to become their own sales warehouse, not selling other people's products, selling your own products and we'll sell them on site. That is happening. On what site? On TikTok. Oh, oh like on their site. Yep. They will, they will put up ads for you and they will be selling so them like from be, themselves. Be like an Amazon kind but, of. But like, instead of having other sellers, it's all only them. So like you're scrolling through TikTok and you're watching whatever you're watching. And then after like three or four, there's an ad that's like, wouldn't you like a couch made out of alligator skin replica? Yeah, like you seem to really like Captain America's butt. I mean, how would you like a pillow that yeah, has so Captain like America's that, butt? How much have you used TikTok? Me, very little. I tried to train it. All right, I played the experiment to see how long it would take for it to realize what I wanted to see, which was just all supernatural, all Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like I would off of anything. No, no, no. It, it, it doesn't figure. Out, it doesn't necessarily figure out. Like it can figure out what you want to see if you're conscious about it. But it will also figure out what you're willing to watch. I, I made this point a bit darker. Nothing on this would be watched except I, I performed the experiment. I would only watch things that were Buffy or Supernatural. Everything else was sweepways. So like, just see how long it would take. It was about a week, and it it's, figured it's out that so just much faster me- now. I use TikTok all Oof. the fucking time, but like sometimes I want to see different shit. Sometimes I want to see like different ways that you can stretch and exercise, and I will just like skip, 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 skip until I get one, and then after like two minutes it'll be like okay i get it and start giving me shit like that thank you dave or maybe i want to see like recipes and it'll just skip 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 until i do and it'll just start feeding it to me and whatever so like even within the algorithm that it already knows for me individually i can retrain it multiple times a day if i want to see that's interesting i did this because you know a bunch of people were on and this is quite a while ago because I wanted to see it without any influences. I didn't share the account with anyone I knew. So I wouldn't have any influences of people sending me, recommending me stuff. Didn't, you know, subscribe to anything. I just wanted to see how long it would take to figure out that apart from how it just obligatorily puts in some 
or exterior content that it would just keep showing me those things. Like it would actually show me stuff it already shown me because it knew I just wanted to keep watching them. Yeah. But that was still impressive. I wanted to see like how, how long does this take to figure out? I'm, I'm curious because I mean like the rest of the internet has been pretty good at, at dishing up ads of things that are at least relevant to me. But TikTok figures out what I want right fucking now. So if they turn into like Amazon TikTok, that would be, that would be really interesting. That would be really interesting because like if you use a lot of TikTok, you already have difficulty with impulse control. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, let's, let's look no further than, uh, oh shoot. Uh, who was the Doug Stanhope's stand up when he talked about the, I love, I love drunk eBay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have disposable income. I don't have kids. I will outbid you for that pachinko machine. <laughs> like, yeah, but he was, he was just like trying to do it to win. Yes. But uh, that, that ability, that drunken eBaying, I've known lots of people have done it. I've done, oh, yeah. I've done drunk Amazoning, you know, just think of drunk TikToking. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's going to, that'll happen. Yeah. You just fucking wasted. There was drunk Angry TikTok Birds. And, and then it just figures out like, oh, you watch like all those Star Wars edits in a row. Do you want to buy a lightsaber? When I advertise this sort of thing to you, if I have variations of it, you seem to keep buying. Of course, here's the Hello thing is like, days. it's not even, it's not direct like that. It's not like, oh, you've been watching Yet. all this Star Wars. It's, do you want a lightsaber now? It's no, we figured out exactly how old you are. And we figured out where your social economic position is. And we figured out what your most likely insecurities are. <laughs> and what we're going to pitch you now is something to accommodate for your insecurities, which is really how you make that motherfucking bread. Why is there a lightsaber with a cock on it? I'm really so confused. It 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 penetrates but, in a different kind of yeah, way. Yeah, I mean that that's there, you know. There there are avatar fleshlights out there. I just want you to know that. I had no doubt. They they must have existed since the first movie. Oh, the, since I think before the first movie. I think they were immediately put out by whatever uh, adult film studio I, thing. Yeah, I remember like it. that like that movie came out and like there were Avatar had its own furries. That's correct. Because they were taking everything you loved about anime and the big eyes and all that stuff and Disney eyes. Now, now what are we doing? It's 3D. Yeah. You can be involved-ish with it. You know, it kind of takes me back to when we were watching in the theaters Sin City 2 and uh, Darth yeah. Rictus um, kind of sprayed his shorts in a particular scene. And, and like made a lot of noise in a quiet moment. And it makes me wonder like how many motherfuckers went to Avatar and had that kind of experience. Good point. Good point. I so, thought about that. Speaking of Darth Rictus, I think he'll be back next time. There is a potential. I, I'm, I'm, we're, are we, we're, we're going to like try and fucking rescue him from the huts or whatever. Oh, uh, no, we, uh, oh, so updates on Darth Rictus. You see, there was some frozen in carbonite times. There was a battle on a planet and there, there was, Several quite, quite fascinating space adventures, yes. But uh, right now, Rictus is in the, uh, uh, what, what do you call that bubble thing that Luke got thrown in after his hand got cut off, that floaty shit? Oh, Bacta. Bacta tank, yes. He's in the Bacta. Yes, that's, that's where Rictus is currently recovering. So we'll be, hopefully, in the next week, returning. We shall see. Well, we won't, we won't be here next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. But the week, I knew what you were talking about. Though. Yeah, I already yeah. knew it was the week after that. But The week after that. Don't worry, gentle listeners. You'll hear current news about magic, I guess. The triumvirate, <laughs> the triumvirate will return like the 
members of the triumvirate that everyone remembers. You've got Julius Caesar and Marcus Antony and that other guy. Like, seriously, can any of you tell me who the third member of the triumvirate was? Pompey. No. Who the fuck was it? He was dead. I thought that was the original triumvirate, though. Uh, once, uh, once Caesar took power, sorry. So I'm not wrong. You're technically not wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> Going for the, the the winning the winning team before it all fell apart. <laughs> uh, did any of them really win? Mark Antony got all fucked up in Egypt. That's just a cool story. Wow, shit! Like I do that all the time in Iowa. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album by Slipknot. See, this is word association now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people assert that that that's their best. I've heard that. It's weird because I remember uh, being a Slipknot fan before Iowa came out in Iowa and being in high school and then Iowa came out and almost everybody around me was like, this record is bullshit. This record sucks. Really? For real. Oh my. And then I went through like, like 10, 12 years of my life with all these people around me going like, Slipknot's bullshit. And then somewhere around like 2014... Oh of all the people in the world, it was like the punk, the pop punk motherfuckers start going like, wait a minute, Slipknot actually kind of fucks. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yes. I mean, granted they were less poppy earlier on. And, and, and then some, somewhere many years after the fact, they're like, I was their best record bar none. And I remember like back in the day when that record came out and people were shitting all over it. Like it was Nickelback or something. I'm, I'm elder millennial. So I can say, I remember back when it was, Pinkerton by Weezer's a piece of crap. Now the general opinion, Pinkerton by Weezer's amazing. Right. It's because it's, if, if you're going to say Weezer, you're going to say blue or Pinkerton or green, <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put an, I guess on that. No, you're, you're saying blue or Pinkerton. And the only reason you're probably not picking, picking Pinkerton is you got laid several times to songs in the blue album. That's, that's it. I mean, that's, that's, if you haven't done that, it should be a life goal. I, I mean, Fair point. There's a lot of songs that if you haven't had sex to, or at least masturbated to, like so. just do the thing. Feel it. <laughs> Yourself. Feel them all. Touch your breasts. Touch your testicles. Make sure you don't have cancer. Bye, kids. Adios. Adios.